Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about some something that I've been asked several times through uh, messages and some of the uh, comments I've seen on my channels. Is it okay as a bachelor to date or have female friends? No. All right, obviously I'm kidding here. So... Today we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, some of the comments that I've received and messages I've received as, as as I've talked about, you know, hey, what are some things you can do in your life? And I talk about uh, traveling the world and getting your dream job and some other things, uh, things that will occupy your time and, and give you um, some, some independence and some ways to keep yourself busy and some things to open your life up a little bit. I had some guys kind of reply to me. Hey man, you're you're in your 40s now. I get that, but I'm still in my very young 20s. I'm in college. I'm surrounded by pretty girls. Uh, I'd like to go out and date. I don't have the money to see the world. I I can't do my own thing. I'm a student, or I'm I'm freshly graduated, and and I still have, I still have hormones. I still have a desire to go out with women. So for those guys, I put I'm putting together this video to to maybe give you some direction that if 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 that is a direction you want to go and continue to date um let me give you at least a little bit of advice i looked online for some red flags and some other things to kind of be aware of so that if you are going to date you can kind of weed out somebody that may not uh, be good news for you or someone that that might bring trouble into your life as always though uh, you know in in today's day we're going to say that you're going your own way or you're a bachelor uh back in my day they would call those dudes players, right? The guys that really weren't into serious relationships, but still wanted to date women. Well, in today's society, when you think about it, when a young woman says, you know, I'm, I'm a proud, independent, strong woman, and I want to do my own thing, and I want to go out, and I want to date who I want to date, and I want to do what I want to do with those people, um, they, everybody cheers. The, I mean, you say that comment, and right, everybody cheers empowered woman good for you but when a guy says that they either call him a player or they say oh man who hurt you you know why are you afraid of women or whatnot so we're going to level the playing field today and we're going to talk a little bit about okay i want to date what are what are some things that that i should look out for that will help me avoid getting myself into a bad situation and then very quickly after that i'm going to talk about uh if you're going to have female friends what what that's going to entail because there is a little bit of a difference there I searched the web. I wrote down some of my own personal experiences here. And so we're going to go over this real quick. Some red flags that to look out for if you're going to, to meet a woman is number one, they spend too much time on the phone. The phone is a window into, into uh, the world nowadays. And very, very few people can put their phone down and not look at it for a couple of days. They just can't. They've either got friends texting them, they've got social media to keep up with, and, and as I've said before, you should get off social media. I'll link a video to that here. But the, the problem with young women today is that everything, they're always on their phones. They're taking selfies, they're taking pictures of their food, they're chatting and texting with friends, they're, they're looking at stuff on social media. Well, the problem is it's very easy to, to, um, 
to getting yourself into trouble with social media. You know, a long time ago, back in my day, we had the telephone. And, and when I was 16 or 17 and I started driving, you had your car. And so you might meet a girl in school, you'd give her a phone call, you'd go pick her up, you go to the movies, and you go back home. And unless you met somebody else in school um, directly, then, you know, you really didn't have a big social circle to work through. With social media today, it's very easy to pick up a phone and you see the guy that you dated in high school is posting something from, you know, and you dated him five years ago, he's posting something that he's newly single and you find out he's nearby and you still have a crush on him, there's temptation, right? Or you're looking through your friend's friends and all of a sudden there's a cute guy and you read a little bit about him and he sees, maybe you leave a couple of hearts and he sees it and he messages you, the girl and all of a sudden, right? So there's a lot of opportunity for uh, people going astray. So if a girl can't, can't put her focus on you and her attention on you and it's always on the phone, cut it off there, okay? Cut it off there big time. And, and the last thing about the phone is the way they use it. You know, many times when you look at Many times when you look at um, uh, somebody that's not being honest about what they're doing on the phone is they're going to text, but they're, but they're going to make it clear that you can't see their screen. And when they're done texting, the phone goes face down, right? Or the notifications might say four new texts, but it doesn't say who it's from or, or any of the, the information about it. Let's face it, mine, I have nothing going on that's, that's needs, I could put my phone in front of my, my family and friends, whatever. The thing of it is, when they're always hiding it like that, or the notifications aren't being shown, they are usually trying to hide something. Not always, not always. Some people just like their privacy, but that's one more thing to be aware of, okay? Uh, Number two, if they talk trash about their ex. Look, if someone's talking trash about their ex, there's two problems. Either number one, they have a bad picker, like they can't pick someone good to date. So they pick people that are not, um, not very good people, okay? And, and I've, I've picked some dates that were not very good people either. It happens. But when they're trashing their exes, um, number one, yes, it, it means that maybe they have a bad picker. Or number two, it means that they're still, they still care for this person. Now, you may argue, well, yeah, but if they're angry and they're always complaining about it, well, that means there's still some emotional investment there. They're not really over it. And whether they care about them or they're angry about them, either way, they're not ready to move on to do dating. And, you know, when we talk, again, when I talk about dating, we're bachelors, right? So we're talking about casual dating. We're not talking about long-term relationships. We're not talking about marriage. We're not talking about cohabitating with a woman. If you want to do those things, that's cool. But that's not really what I'm, I'm kind of discussing today. Today is discussing kind of staying, keeping yourself as a bachelor and, and dating just casually, right? Uh, number three, uh, uh, there's no history of, of men or dating on social media or there's too much of it, okay? So if you look on their, if you are in social media and you look at their history, do you see no men? If you see no men, no dating history, no anything, they may have wiped it or they may not have put the guys on there. Well, that seems like a pretty big deal to sh- to, to hide and not share uh, someone else that's important to them. So either the, the person wasn't important to them or they didn't make very good choices again and they decide to bury it. The other is the opposite problem. There's too many dudes. There's too many scenes at the nightclub or going out drinking and partying with women and guys. And we know what happens to that type of person. If they're still in the club scene, and again, this is up to you. If you, if you say, hey man, I'm into the clubs too, and, and I, I'm cool with that, then you go for it. But I'm going to tell you that, that it, things usually don't end up going very well for you. 
because a lot of times it's going to be, I'm going out. This is a girl's uh, night out to the club. I'm going with my friend Becky and we, we're going to go out and we're going to party and we're going to drink. But no, we're not, we're not going to talk to any boys, right? Because that never happens. And then you call her to see how the club went and there's no answer and there's no answer and there's no answer. And the next thing you know, it's 10 o'clock a.m. on Saturday morning. And you're like, where were you Friday night? And it was, oh, I had too many drinks. I, I threw up. I slept at my friend Becky's house and so on and so forth. And we know usually that's, that's a hookup and, and uh, the phone got turned off for the night. Uh, not always, but it, it's enough that these are things that I don't want to deal with anymore. If you do, go for it. Um, if, if, if she treats others rudely or is demeaning to you. So if someone's late serving some coffee, the coffee is not perfect, the waitress or waiter forgets something, uh, just in general, if, they're, if they talk ill to the person directly, that's a big warning flag. But even after that person goes away and then they say, God, can you believe, and they just kind of go down a dark road, uh, there's some issues there because that means anytime she's upset with you, she's going to be sharing to the world that um, you know, you're know you an awful person and all these other things. And if she's demeaning to you, well, if she's demeaning to you, that doesn't happen. It, it, and if it, it's one thing to goof around, if it's just the two of you hanging out, like guys bust on each other all the time, right? We tease each other. We give each other a hard time. We roast each other. If you're doing that with her, which I've done with other girlfriends in the, in the privacy of, of my apartment or my house, that's cool. You're just having fun. But when it happens in public and she's demeaning to you in front of others, she's putting you down. And she's putting you down. She's trying to elevate herself and, and appear superior to her friends. That is a hard next for me. And I may pull them aside and I may say, look, uh, uh, you know, it's one thing if we're, we're joking around a little bit. But when you're demeaning or putting me down in front of, my, in front of your friends, that's no good. I, I do not like that and I will not put up with that. And if they snap back at me and say, what, you can't handle it or I'm out, forget it. I, I'm, you're just not going to put me down. And if they continue to do it, same thing. I will pick up my car keys and I will straight out walk out of the house. My, I have my computer screen lit up to give me some extra light and my screen goes to sleep. That's why it's going dark on me. Um, so that's a hard next for me. I'm out um, if, if you disrespect me like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, she thinks she's a princess or uh, she's a queen, right? We've heard those. Uh, that's forget it, man. You know, if, if they need to be that way and they need to wear makeup just to go get some groceries and it's always the high maintenance and I'm special and treat me right. And I have an, uh, a little Reddit post from a woman about her dating history that I'm going to put at the end of this that I think will be fun. Uh, when you meet people like that, just run just straight away. Right. Uh, they never apologize for bad behavior. So I had, <laughs> I had a very narcissistic um, ex-girlfriend. And I didn't know she was narcissistic at the time, but she was very narcissistic. And I found out at some point that she was cheating on me. And when I confronted her with it, she blamed me. And the blame was, and this wasn't her out the door. This is the first conversation we had. And I wanted to just find out what's going on. And, and of course, you know, she didn't want to confess to it, but I had some kind of hard evidence. And she blamed it on me. I was working too much. I didn't text her. Sometimes she'd text me and I didn't get back to her for three, four hours because, you know, work. And then I actually have a responsibility and job. And one day I forgot my phone at the house and I went to work and I said, oh, I forgot my phone. No big deal. Well, I didn't text her all day. And so, of course, at the beginning of the morning, the texts were nice. And then by noon, it was a little upset. And by three o'clock, four o'clock, I was the worst person on the planet because I couldn't get back to her. Right. So. As, as I caught her cheating, uh, she blamed everything on me. 
and wouldn't take personal accountability or wouldn't apologize for something she had done wrong. Again, that's another form of narcissism. And what, you know, I'm going to be using narcissism a little bit here because there's a couple different types of narcissism. There's overt narcissism, which is I am awesome. Uh, Everybody should be more like me. There's covert narcissism or submissive narcissism, which is people play the victims and they are looking for support and acknowledgement and it's the victim mentality. That is a form of narcissism. And they're looking for attention for things being bad. And we've seen it many times. Such and such happened today. This guy at the grocery store, so on and so forth. And I went home and I just cried and I couldn't believe. And my two-year-old son um, asked me, but what about the proletariat and fascism? And, And you read this stuff and you're like, what is, you're insane. But what it is, is they're playing the victim and they're trying to get attention. Okay. That is another form of narcissism. So Stay away from somebody that can't uh, apologize for their bad behavior or, or take credibility. Uh, bad relationship with, with family. And this goes for siblings and it goes for parents. If they don't have a good relationship with the people that should be the closest with them in life, then that's a concern. Now, yes, there are abusive families. There are abusive parents. Um, there are abusive siblings. That does happen. And I'm not saying that, that it's always or never type thing. I'm just saying that if if they have parents that are are divorced, that argue a lot, that were divorced when they were young, dad's not in the family, um, uh, in some cases mom's not in the family, one of them was an alcoholic, one of them was a narcissist, those can uh, be a lot of trauma for a young person growing up. And with that trauma, you don't properly develop um, how to interact and have good, healthy relationships with other people. With that, there's also a little bit of bipolar, and and when you mix the two together, those are the people that can go a little bit crazy on you and can actually be dangerous. Um, when, uh, you know, that leads into the next point: violent or bad mood swings. Um, if if they have violence or bad mood swings, or whether they swing at you once, whether they grab you, whether I mean, you can tell when someone's really fired up and angry and they want to hit you, even if they don't tap out, just move along. Um, the reason why I, I smile and laugh a little bit is because when I was in Australia, uh, I went to Perth and, um, I went up to Perth specifically to go to Rottnest Island to see these little guys called Quokka and Quokka are the friendliest, cutest, happiest, happiest little animals in the world. They're kind of like a mix between a rat and a kangaroo and they're super cute and very funny. But when I was in Perth, I got off the bus. I, my plane was in late. I got off the bus and I was walking a couple of uh, kilometers or miles um, to the hostel. And there were uh, two women arguing outside of a bar. And there were like four or five guys standing around watching. And the women were throwing punches and they were screaming at each other. And one girl grabs a beer bottle that was still half full, mind you. It wasn't empty. And she flipped it upside down. As the beer was pouring out, she slaps it up against the um, brick wall that the, was the, at the side of the bar near this alley. And she stuck it out towards the other woman. And there's definitely a big part of me said, if this is how women fight here in Perth, I, I need to like stay away from all this action because I don't even want to know how the guys fight if that's how the women are at it. But if there's violence, if there's any of that, just get away from it. Just get away from it, right? Um, that's a huge, huge red flag. Um, love bombs you. This is one that I actually got caught with um, many, many years ago where 
um, I met a girl and this was right when you could text on the old Nokia phones long before you had the touchscreen stuff where you had to push seven like three times to get an S, uh, the letter S. And we were texting back and forth. And then in a matter of three or four weeks, she was telling me how much I was different, how much she appreciated me, how much she loved me, how I was unique. She couldn't stop thinking about me. And she said, I, I think I'm falling in love with you. And and as a guy that's really into a girl that you guys have a lot of common, uh, a lot in common with, that's very exciting to hear because I think men naturally, we like to take care of people. We like to love people. Um, that's why so many of us have pets like my, my, uh, my guy sitting behind me. We like to, to care for others. And when you find somebody that is appreciative, appreciative of that and wants that and they're drawing you in, it's very easy to get sucked in. Right. It's the fish hook. The I love you bombs will draw you right in. And that's usually, number one, very unhealthy. They could be codependent. Or again, that's a covert narcissism thing where they will draw you in and kind of get you to the point where you have fallen in love with them. And then they take advantage of that. So uh, the love bombing is very dangerous. I would suggest you should never be in a place of love if you're casually dating. If you're going long term, uh, you know, six months to a year, maybe. Um, maybe that's the time to discuss it. But by then, you should have ironed out every one of these red flags. Um, uh, another one, uh, recently out of a relationship. You know, if you're doing hookup culture or you're just doing something super casual, friends with benefits, whatever, um, the length of time isn't really a huge deal. I would say, um, you know, maybe a month or two is okay. What you don't want is a serial dater. What you don't want is somebody that just goes from dude to dude to dude, right? Or dates multiple dudes at once. You're just, you know, you're just a rung on the ladder, a notch in the belt, or maybe a wallet or something to occupy her time. Uh, you don't want to be that guy. And even if you get lucky and, and you have your fun, uh, do you really want to degrade yourself like that? Like, do you want to think about if you're hooking up with her tonight, where was she last night? Where is she going to be tomorrow night? I don't know, man, with STDs and, 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 Everything else that's going on, I I would not, I would say stay far, far away from that. Um, you know, you want to make sure you use protection and you protect yourself. But, you know, when it comes to this kind of thing, yeah, some guys are, are good looking, they're charismatic, they've got good text game, and you can jump on Tinder and you can meet somebody and you, and you chat for, say, Tuesday until Friday, and then it's like, man, I'm going to go over to her house and we're going to hook up. Or you've already made plans to get a coffee or, or a drink and then hook up, Right. Um, I really warn against that. I mean, it's great that you're that you've got game like that, but you don't know what you're getting into. You you haven't had time to to work through some of these red flags, and you know, in the Me Too movement and some of the false uh, allegations that we hear about on colleges, and uh, you know, anymore, it's almost to the point where well, it's not almost, it's there to where a woman can can make accusations that a guy did something she never had to go to the police to get a, a kit run on her she doesn't have to make an official police statement but she can say something to hr department um friends that post something on social media it can just be rumor of something she said and the believe all women and you're guilty whether you did something or not and granted you can get uh you can get called out and blamed for something where you never even really did anything with this person but it's one more step you have to protect yourself, especially if you're dating. And this goes back to the bipolar and the little bit crazy, right? Is that you, we need to, we need to protect ourselves and, and make sure that these, these women don't fall into that. Um, and, and the last one I have on this list is she lies and she has a history of cheating. 
look, if somebody can lie comfortably, um, if they can cheat and they don't have any remorse about it, if they've done it one or two times, either thing, lie or, or, or cheating one or two times, um, that's something that you just, you, you got to walk away from, right? Okay. So, um, you know, if she comfortably lies, if she comfortably cheats, she's done either one a couple of times, man, that's a no-go. That's definitely a no-go. Get away from that because that means she will more than likely cheat on you. She is very comfortable about lying on it. So all of a sudden, uh, you don't know what's going on when she's out with her friends. Um, and, and that's just going to be stress to your life, right? It's just going to be stress to your life. So we have to be careful about, about that type of thing. And I think, you know, with all these red flags, you may say, all right, well, well, how, if, since I've said that, that I don't think online dating, all you're doing is validating her. Uh, there's something like 70% of women use online dating for either validation or a free meal ticket. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's, the online thing just doesn't work because you have to put in so much effort and they do have a lot of guys that are contacting them. You know, that a, a seven or eight guy will still try to hook up with a five or six, an average girl, right? Um, even if he's a little better looking because he's, he, it's easy. He still gets, you know, to fool around out of it and he doesn't have to put in any, any effort. So th- when those women have the sevens and the eights and the nines or whatever's uh, trying to get with them, they believe that's what they're worth and, and that's what they're going to shoot for. And even if they unfortunately are just being used for something casual or physical, they don't realize that. They think they're going to find that guy uh, for dating material. And if that is not, if that is you, great, man. But if that is not you, she's just going to, she's just going to appreciate the fact that you tried to, that you swiped on her. And, and I, I've, when I was doing it, I'd match with somebody and then either instantly unmatch because they were like, oh, okay, I, I got validation or I'd send a message and never hear anything. I mean, that happens an awful lot. And, and there's a party that goes, why are you even on here? Well, they're on there for the validation. So online dating is out. Um, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I, I'm not on social media anymore, so I can't really speak to that. But if you meet somebody, and, and, and I would say a good place to meet people is in the real world, right? If, if you're at the gym, you meet eyes, you, you kind of go through your thing and things work out, great. Go get coffee with them. That's, that's always a, a coffee or a, 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 a drink or a beer if you want to do something that's in the evening on the weekend. I tell them to meet me at a certain point. I show up 10 minutes early, earlier than that. I get my coffee or I get my drink. And when they show up, I've already got a drink. I don't need one. Um, I'll say I'll get us a table. If, if, and, and when you have your stuff, come meet me, right? Then I'm not even buying the first coffee. Then I'm not even buying the first drink because I'm not going to get used. And if a woman says, well, he made me buy his drink, I'm not interested, good, because we're not going to get along ever if, if you're going to look at me as a wallet. But this this avoids the awkward thing where, where she's waiting for you to pay and you don't want to pay and just get there a little bit early, right? But but that's kind of the roundabout way I would say to, to meet women in the real world, get through these some of these things. And, you know, when you do want to find out about her family, uh, you don't have to ask, so tell me about your family. You can say, do you have siblings or, or uh, so what do your parents do for work? Or, you know, there's ways you can break this down where it doesn't over a couple of dates where it doesn't sound like you're doing an interview, right? Um, just throw these things out in casual conversations. But when you get through all these red flags, I think you've at least got a chance. This is just to get a, to a chance, right? That gives you no guarantees that that she's 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 going to be somebody that you can rely upon and, and feel comfortable with. But if, if you're going to go this route, I, th- I think that's a, a good chance. Lastly, I'll quickly talk about 
Uh, lastly, I'll quickly talk about um, having female friends. You know, if you're if you're going to have female friends, um, there's there's a couple things that need to happen. Number one, neither one of you can be attracted to the other one. Period. If she's into you but you're not into her, you're just kind of dragging her along, and she's going to get upset with you, and she's not going to be happy about it. And number two, if you're into her and she's not into you, then all you are is is like a guy that's a, a tag along. You're like a puppy. She's going to try to use you for opinions. She's going to bounce off, uh, ask you for ideas about a date with this guy. Uh, she's going to ask you for favors. She might say, hey, let's go to the movies. Oh, I didn't realize I didn't get my paycheck yet, hoping that you'll pay. There's just, if there's like either direction, it's not going to work. So that's got to be out the window. Number two, if you're both on the same page and you just have a mutual appreciation and a lot in common, that's great. But imagine you're out with a guy, right? If my buddy buys me a beer, I'll buy them a beer back. I don't buy beers for my friends all night long. It's just not going to go, it's not going to happen. If I say, hey man, you go to the movies and they say, I haven't gotten paid yet, um, but I get paid Saturday. Awesome. We'll plan on Saturday then. And I pay my way and they pay their way. At no point should you be treating it any other as such. Treat it as a guy. Treat them as a guy. If you can't think of them as a, as a, as a woman with absolutely no, no genitals, right? Like uh, they're a Barbie doll. There's nothing there that's going to draw you in. And you can look at them as, as you would another dude. I'd say, okay, but you've got to play by the rules that you would with another dude. If, if she buys you dinner, buy her dinner, you know? If she buy, but let it come your way first, because too many times you can put out and as far as money wise, and you'll never get it back. So that's going to happen. And then, you know, if the only time they contact you is for advice or, Hey, Mike, this is one I got all the time. My car won't start. My computer isn't running right. My network keeps going down. Google that stuff, man. I am not your, I'm not your handyman. Uh, I don't have guy friends calling me to, to help me out with that stuff. I'm not an asset to use. If you want to hang out, we'll hang out, okay? After, and all that being aside, the very last thing that I'll, I'll put forward to you guys here is no matter what, never lie. Never, ever lie. And it's not, um, it's not just a thing about, um, it's not just a thing about legality or getting yourself into trouble. It's just not being a mature guy, okay? If you want something short-term, but she says she wants something long-term, don't lie to her. And tell her you want something long-term just to have some fun today. Don't do that. Because if they get angry at you, there's many ways that they can get back even with you. And not only that, but it's just being a crappy human being. You, you, you don't want to be that guy. Because that's, that's just not cool. So, so don't lie. No little lies, no big lies. And I'll tell you something else. If, if, you're, if you believe one way and you stick to your guns and you don't cave in. And, and you're... Um, you live by your rules and you don't compromise them. The only thing you should get out of that is respect. Even if they don't like you, even if they say, I disagree with them. If you stick to your guns, they'll at least respect you. But if you cave and you, you kowtow or bow down to what they, what they're putting forth and you're too agreeable, man, they can smell desperation a mile away and they will not appreciate you for that either. All right, lastly, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this post that was on uh, Reddit. And this is a, a young girl, um, young being something sub 30, I, I assume, giving advice to other women on how to, to date online. And this is why I tell you guys, do not date online. 
okay? Because this is this gives you an insight to the mentality of, of some or many of them. Not all, but again, do you want to sort through 500 pounds or, or uh, 20 tons of crap just to try to find one small diamond in the rough? And even then, it doesn't mean the diamond's not cracked or tells you to F off and it, and it leaves your life, right? Okay, so here we go. Uh, she says, he's trying to get me to carry the weight of the conversation. I'm not doing it. There's dudes in my inbox who have been waiting six plus month, months for a reply. He can be moved to the back of the line. I don't engage in games with these men. They will put forth a serious, real effort, and they will treat me like I'm the prize or the princess. You see with this, right? Like we talked about before. Uh, or they're getting moved to the back of the infinitely long line. I might get back to him. I might not. Hotter other men have my attention at the moment on top of the dudes I'm already dating. Never ever going to be at the mercy of any dude who isn't jousting for my time. The entitlement is strong with this one, right? Now I've heard guys talk like this too, about dude, man, I've got so many girls in the wings and I've got, okay, that's great for you, I guess. And and maybe there is some, maybe she's telling the genuine truth that there are dudes in line. Do you want to be one of those guys in line? Do you want to be the one that she's talking to while she's still talking to other dudes? And here's the thing. She says, hotter other men have my attention at the moment on top of the dudes I'm already dating. So apparently dudes that she's dating now aren't enough for her. She's still screwing around with other guys, right? If we take this at face value that she's telling the truth, then dude, the entitlement and, and the way that she looks at men. And let's say she's a very lonely person and she's just throwing up a front and she's really not this way. How damaged is she that she has to put out this big story and and protect her fragility? That's narcissism, dude. That's miles of narcissism. And and you just want to avoid that at all, at all costs. Um, okay, continuing on. She says, at the front of my inbox are men who are sexy as F and trying hard one of them is drafting straight poetry and wrote a song for me. These men will compete for my time or they're getting ghosted. And I want you ladies to know I'm walking the walk and doing all the S I tell y'all to do. And I make it a point to swipe on at least 50 men a week to build an infinite reservoir of men who are endlessly available to me so that I can do this, uh, so I can do this to the ones that aren't competing insanely for my time. I'm taking zero S from men. And uh, let this be a reminder to take zero effing BS from men, ladies. Zero S. And I'm, I'm sorry I have to drop off the, the curse words here, but, uh, you know, YouTube is YouTube. And I'm putting this on YouTube and BitChute. So, all right. So with all this entitlement, let's say there was that one out of five girls is like this. Do you, do you want to go on dates and, and hope that she's not one of the weird ones on Tinder? And do you want to go through these all hoops for one in five? Or one in 10? No way, man. No way. Because here while you're trying, she wants you to chase after her and she's admitting she's got this line of other dudes and you're just an option for her and not the best option. You're just, so what is the point of even keeping you around? What does she have to gain? You know, I, I don't know if, if it's going to be one of those free dinners. I don't know if you're just validating her, but this is why many, many men are going away from dating. And it's why I say if, if you are going to date, if you are going to date, don't do it online. 
right? So, uh, guys, you know, that's that's kind of my take on, on dating. If you're going to do it, there's some red flags for you. Don't forget to um, check out, if you're on um, BitChute or YouTube, check out my Instagram, which is the underscore unknown underscore adventure. I've, I've got it here as a little uh, graphic. Um, I've got about 2,000 photos of when I was traveling and when I was doing my own thing. Um, 36 countries around the world for about a year and a half. I've got street art. I've got pictures. I've got... Uh, you know, some bar nights, just the crazy fun that I had. So if you'd like to think about at some point, point traveling abroad and you want to know what it's about, go ahead and check that out. Go ahead and feel free, feel free to leave comments on my photos. Um, nothing with the bachelor stuff. This is just about travel and, and that kind of thing. So feel free to leave comments there. And here, as I said uh, in the first graphic, I'm opening up comments, uh, but I, I'm going to moderate every single one of them. I'm not going to have trolls. I'm not going to have people trying to take down uh, take down this information uh, by being hateful. So um, if you do leave a comment, it may take a little bit of a while for me to get to it. I'm going to leave it there, guys. That is all from me tonight. Um, I am Joker. This is Better Bachelor. And I'll do a shorter one and a little more fun for you next time. We'll talk to you soon.